You're listening to I Got That One. Presented by Tom and Yvonne. Why, hello. We're back once again. All brand new season if I got that one. Oh, we missed you guys. Did you miss us? I hope you did. I hope so too. Because we certainly missed you. Yes, we completely missed doing this and I was very happy. I was very happy to watch the telly watching live for the first time. Indeed, that's so much has changed since we were last uh, brought to you. We are now able to watch this live because we have access to a proper television. And we're able to live tweet as well. So I hope some of you caught that. Yeah, um, I hope you were entertained by some of the tweeting because um, I certainly was. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, before we dive in, for any of you who are just getting into this for the first time this season, Yvonne, what is University Challenge? So University Challenge is a game show mm-hmm. that is based in the UK yeah. that pits UK universities against each other. Indeed. And they bring in uh, teams of four and they just answer really difficult questions until one team is left standing. That's more or less the gist of it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we love this show, not necessarily because it's extremely funny or necessarily on the face of it engaging, but there's something really just... Satisfying? Yeah, something about it, especially when you get a few rights, that's you know really where you feel like you got something. Yeah, and I would say that because this is the first round, probably that's why I managed to get quite a few answers correct. Tom, what about you? Ah, uh, I didn't get that many correct, uh, but then again, I wasn't fully paying attention that's the first okay. time That's okay, you can try again next time. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> so, uh, first up, we have King's College London and uh, University of Glasgow. Yes. So, let's talk about King's first. Yeah, so average age of 22. Mm-hmm. So, we had Nath doing medicine, Bedwin doing a PhD in developmental biology, Rashid the captain doing philosophy and Beard doing an MA in the history of war. Indeed and can I just say Rashid has a voice designed for BBC Radio. A very charismatic individual for sure. And oh my god did you notice his cheekbones? I noticed his smile. You could cut glass with those cheeks. Yeah definitely. Good lord. (laughs) And on the other side we have Glasgow. Yeah, so uh, on that side, uh, also an average age of 22, yet Thompson doing physics. Yeah. Fairbairn doing a PhD in chemical physics. Cairns, mm-hmm. the captain, I hope I'm saying the names correctly, doing um, a double degree in theatre and film and television studies. And then Darulis doing computer science and physics. So there is definitely a mix of humanities and science going on. Yeah, I think KCL is definitely a bit more balanced in that way because you have two humanities students and two scientists. Whereas with Glasgow, there's definitely um, more leaning towards... More STEM heavy than... Yeah, more STEM heavy for sure. Uh, So those are the teams. And also, just before we start, I wanted to note... um, the mascot for Glasgow was quite something, wasn't it's that? a little frog, wasn't it? A little frog? <laughs> that thing was huge! I saw on Twitter that, uh, you know what the frog's name is? What? Geralt of Ribia. That is fantastic. <laughs> Not quite as good as Jeremy Quaxman from Durham's team last year. But it's still it's, pretty good. I think it's up there. I think it's up there. Yeah, Ribia. Brilliant. <laughs> Who comes up with these names? All right, so Rashid comes in with the first starter um, of the match. Uh, again, a very charismatic captain, great smile, I think captivated everyone from the beginning. Also, can I say, very laid-back uh, body language. Yeah, I did think that um, in terms of, I mean, I think definitely he was one to watch, but I think as a captain, um, I had to be hurried along by Paxman a few times. Maybe Quite a few a times, actually. Of a long time to confer with the team, so. Yeah, um... 
We'll get into uh, their performances a bit later, but yeah. I have to say it was a fairly strong start by them. I think so, yeah. I was more impressed with Glasgow's start once mm. they had a chance to get some buzzes in. Yes. They were definitely on a roll uh, for a good few uh, questions, especially, I have to say, Thompson. Yeah. Because I feel like um, she was a bit nervous at first. Mm. Uh, also, when she was introducing herself, she seemed unsure about whether or not she was from Glasgow. <laughs> But I don't know why she was so nervous, because she was definitely one of the strongest on the Glasgow team. Yeah, she got quite a few starter questions correct. In fact, um, she got the exact same starters that I did. So I was really happy about that. So that's why you think she did so well, huh? <laughs> well, to be fair, I think this is the first round. The question is a little bit easier true, true. than you would find at you know later stage of the competition. So I think that's why I got so many. But it's always very nice when you are watching University Challenge and you get answers right. Yeah. So speaking of questions, uh, I think there were a good healthy mix of you know the usual kind where you have a history question where it's not really about the history, but something it's about else. something else entirely, <laughs> which is the question about World War One. It was actually about art movements yeah. in the early 20th century. Fascinating, fascinating. That was a very clever twist, I found. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also, you always have a question where you have questions which are linked in some way. And in this case, we have the famous uh, Theos is what I put down. Yes. Yeah. I guess they're the similar start of their regnal names. Yeah. yeah. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, it's, it's uh, again, history knowledge, but mm-hmm. then also knowledge of other subjects as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I quite like the question on surnames uh, that mm. also mean a certain trade, but then in different languages. That's true. So um, Schumacher and Shevchenko apparently mean shoemaker. And then Fournier and Becker, I guess that's referring to... Stoves, ovens, cooks, Well, Becker is kind of like a um, a flask that you use to heat stuff up. Yeah, so that's some kind of, yeah. Yeah, because also Fournier transformation is uh, something else. Heat-based. Yeah, and also John Carpenter, who also uh, lends a name to a certain genre of uh, horror. Yeah, exactly. That was really fun um, round. Yeah, I also quite like the Lakeith Stanfield movie questions. That was good. And I'm glad that they got most of them right. <laughs> apart yes. from Sorry to Bother You. Yes. And the last one. Did they get that? Oh, they got the last one correct as well. Yeah. Uncut Gems. That's true. Yeah, so it shows that they do know their movies. Mm. Apart from Sorry to Bother You. But then I guess... Um, that one was a little bit of an underground art house kind of film I think it's also because Boots Riley um, he um, I think he's a difficult person for uh, corporations to market because he's um, a little bit uh, too socialist for I think a lot of uh, distribution houses to, oh I'll uh, take really... your word on that yeah but whatever they did a lot better for that than um, so there's a question on black American singers mm-hmm. and it reminded me of last season's um, Atlanta based hip hop okay to be fair they did better than um, Strathclyde the Strathclyde. <laughs> Strathclyde were absolutely useless when it came to music but I don't know did they they got uh, they got Jay-Z correct this round not Alicia Keys nor Common well, I think when Alicia Keys... Um, she didn't sound like Alicia Keys. No, it was definitely one of her less well-known ones, I think. Yeah. I don't think I've heard that one before. And also, Common, if you don't listen to uh, that genre, you'd be kind of hard-pressed to recognize yeah. it necessarily. Yeah, whereas, you know, Jay-Z, I'd, be, I'd have been shocked if they didn't get Jay-Z. Yeah, I mean, even if you don't listen to rap, you know what Jay-Z sounds like. He's got a very distinct kind of rhythm and tone yeah. when he's uh, rapping. And in terms of other questions, I think the first picture round was... A very strange one. Okay. Because there were two different types of pictures. Because mm. the first one was, guess what sport it is based on the leaderboards. Yes. With some names blanked out. Yes. And then for the blanked out names, find the name of the town <laughs> that they're based in. Yeah. So you get a look at the map as well. Yeah. Right? And then and they're port towns as well, right? Well, that's the thing. Um, 
Glasgow kept naming port towns when they were nowhere ah, near the coast. Yeah, all right, so Glasgow are continuing the proud legacy of the previous year's team of not having any idea about English geography. <laughs> which... Well, to be fair, do they need to? I think you're perfectly valid as a Scotsman to have no idea about uh, England. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a perfectly valid thing because <laughs> you'd often find English people struggling to name uh, you know, various Scottish towns. For sure. The second picture was also kind of interesting mm-hmm. because it was about monkeys, which was a bit of a strange <laughs> thing to hear Paxman say. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that round. That was pretty funny. Yeah, especially the Do last... You know monkeys pic- appearing in, in different corners of paintings. The last picture especially, because of how it was framed, it just kind of looked like uh, a monkey was quite rudely staring at the behinds of a couple of uh, women. <laughs> yeah, peering through the leaves, right? Yeah. Yeah. And other than that, I think the main uh, one that people remember, because... Not, I don't feel like there were many really, really standard questions, but people will remember the answer to one of the questions. <laughs> yeah. Where just Rashid Nonchalant is saying, that's probably fascism. <laughs> I mean, that's a meme if I ever... That is definitely it. a meme, and I think that's going to be making the rounds on Twitter in the next few weeks. Yes, yes. I mean, that, that could apply to really so many things that I see on Twitter nowadays. So. Basically, almost anything that comes out of Pretty Patel's mouth these days. <laughs> All right, all right. Yeah, I will not uh, dive down that rabbit hole. I think we've covered enough of the questions. Um, so let's talk about the performances. And I don't think I'm out of place in saying this was not the strongest start we've seen. No, so I mean, obviously, uh, with the final um, final score of 115 to King's College London and 100 points to Glasgow, we're not going to see Glasgow again. Probably I mean, not. Probably not, because you have to be among the ha- four highest scoring losers. Mm-hmm. And I think for, at least for last season, that averaged, what, 140? 140 was the lowest cutoff. Yeah, so I, you know, I don't think we'll see Glasgow again. Um, but yeah, even for, for King's College, 115, um, not the strongest score um, definitely mm-hmm. yeah I think the main thing I want to talk about is that they are definitely a bit slow when it comes to conferring yeah and it could just be that you know it's all well and good to be calm under pressure but I feel like Rashid could maybe hurry people on a little bit more and be a little bit more decisive in his... Um, yeah, I think that's where Keynes, um, the captain of the Glasgow team, was a bit stronger because he was a lot more decisive, much quicker. And I think he was able to kind of prompt his team on yeah. um, into kind of getting toward the right answer. Whereas I think, like you said, Rashid may be a little bit laid back. I think also um, often someone would give him what was probably the correct answer and then he'd spend more time asking if anyone else had And kind of idea. just to make sure if every single person on the team agreed with that answer. Which is, when sometimes good. you can just, you don't have to do that. Again. It's good to cover your bases, but often in this game, you're better off taking a bit of a risk yeah. because if you get to your next uh, starter that's more points that you can get down the line yeah well it just could be the fact that it's the first match of the season a lot of teams you know being their first time on television probably yeah um, strategies sometimes take a while to get going to solidify as well when we saw so many teams um, last season whose strategies actually evolved that's true um, through the we definitely saw teams evolve and get better last season and it's yeah. definitely going to be the case here mm-hmm. so I'm not not saying that uh, they have no chance, but it's definitely not the strongest start. And there's definitely some elements where I think they will need to look back and think, okay, how can we maybe do slightly better? And I do feel for uh, Glasgow, yeah. the main issue that I I feel like was present was that they were very strong in their starters. Mm-hmm. You know, they were very fast on the buzzer, very accurate. They didn't drop any points. Mm-hmm. No, they dropped points once mm-hmm. with their rulers. But... 
when it came to the bonus rounds, they were a bit less consistent. Yeah, so they dropped a number of points there. Well, not dropped, but, you know. Yeah, weren't able to, to capitalize uh, yeah. very strongly. Which is a shame, because that's often, you know, what separates a good team from a great team, is how you can capitalize on uh, those scores very quickly. Mm-hmm. And so, speaking of scores, I think this is a good segue into some stats. Ooh, I do love you some stats. Thank you once again to UC Stats for uh, collecting yeah, these things. Taking us into our stats corner. So, um, like you said, the when it came to starters, it was quite evenly pegged. because yeah. So, you had Rashid uh, from Kings, Bedwin also from Kings, Thompson uh, from Glasgow, each coming in with three correct starter questions. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then you had Cairns, um, captain of the Glasgow team, coming with two correct and then Fair, Fairbairn, Fairbairn, yeah. uh, Beard, and Release with one correct starter. So really, almost everyone buzzed in yeah. uh, with correct answers. It was very evenly spread across both teams as well. So you, it's not like you had one or two standout players. Like You could tell that everyone was pretty strong when it came to um, starters. It's just, you know, I think um, Glasgow could have done a bit better in the team, team rounds. Possibly, for sure. And... We definitely haven't had our Michael Cohn or Andrew Rout of uh, this season yet. <laughs> Not yet. Give it time. I'm sure we'll have our next big hot name uh, coming Emerge. in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And just a couple more stats. So Kings managed to get 7 out of 13 of their starters correct, just above 50%. Mm-hmm. Uh, 48% of their bonuses. So oh, wow. not super high. Um, Glasgow, same number of starters, 7. Mm-hmm. But then uh, the bonuses is where they fell back. So 7 out of 21. So just about 30% of bonuses correct. That's very low on both teams, actually. Yeah. Mm. I, I I guess I just put it down to the fact that it's the first match. Yeah. Yeah. of the season I think everyone's gears need to kind of get um, started up quickly that's true it's going to take some time and with Kings I don't feel like there was one area in particular that they were super weak it was more just that some science stuff they weren't super confident yeah. some history stuff they were a little bit um, not quite sure either so mm. I think it's just in general um, of course we'll have to see uh, it's quite a long time until we see the second round so they have plenty of time to improve and yeah, get more practice in yeah for sure but um, no. I look forward to seeing them again. I really enjoyed watching both of these teams, to be yeah. honest. Even though it was not necessarily a high-scoring uh, match, it was a bit of a nail-biter because Glasgow mm-hmm. were leading for quite a long time. They were, and then Kings kind of just came in. I think even in the last eight minutes or so, um, uh, you had Glasgow still leading. At one yeah. point, it was about 100 to Kings 55 or so. Yeah. And then in the last eight minutes, Kings really came through with you know more than 50 points. Um, yeah, they re- really started showing... Uh, strong in their yeah, second and half. Yeah, and we've, we've been talking about Rashid, but I think also Bedwin had quite a number of correct starters. Mm-hmm. I think some of her very quick, uh, clever buzzers at the, towards the end managed to take Kings forward, and then it was Beard with his answer on... Um, Feel the cloth of gold. Yeah, that really kind of took them over the edge. Yeah, and actually I want to kind of uh, jump off from that point. That what I found was very interesting is that the first time someone who was not female buzzed in for Glasgow was 12 minutes in. Mm. Before that, it was Thompson twice and Fairburn once. Yes. So I think we can very decisively put the nail in the coffin of saying that women are good at these kind of uh, questions. Of course, of course, yeah. And it was very good to see. Pity that Glasgow didn't go through, but I have two women on the team and then Bevin also. Yeah, I mean, that's something that I noticed as well. Definitely much more diversity this round. I was very happy to see that. Yeah, no, uh, Rashid and... uh, Satyanath. Satyanath. 
Yeah, apologies if I'm not quite uh, strong on that one. So I think it's now time to talk about what we're really here for, to be mm. honest, because I feel like there's a lot to be talked about here. <laughs> okay, so on the count of three, mm-hmm. tell me what, who your best dressed sure. is. Sure. All right, one, two, three. Fairburn. Fair <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Good job. Now, before before we talk about why Fairburn won, I will say Thompson with her black turtle uh-huh. neck. Yeah, yeah. Special yeah. mention. Special mention for sure. And also, I think Bedwin's netwear was also a delight. Definitely, definitely. But of course, we can only have one winner in our best dressed. And it has to be Fernan because she had amazing goth vibes going on. Just a lovely goth aesthetic, uh, dark makeup, long hair, long sleeved black blouse, even the kind of mood that she was embodying, all very goth. I think especially the way she did her lipstick, it made her lips look very small, almost kind (laughs) of like, you know those old uh, China dolls that you see? Yeah, yeah. It was kind of... Or even one of those kind of paintings, I feel. Kind of, yeah, but it was impeccable uh, makeup done. Really, really good job. Yeah. And also another special mention I will give to uh, Rashid, but yeah. I feel like... For his cheekbones? Just overall, <laughs> he, I mean, he's a very handsome man and I think he was quite well dressed. Yeah. But I feel like he needs to step up his game if he wants to reach <laughs> uh, the same levels of uh, some of the male contestants from last season. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Like, uh, what was the man from... Jeff uh, Coate. Jeff Coate, yes. <laughs> Ooh, I... <laughs> we all remember Jeff Coate. Yes, we all very distinctly remember Jeff Coate. All right. But yeah, it was... Quite strong in terms of, I feel like, yeah, there was no hoodies, there were no... It felt like people yes. were trying a little bit harder in terms of their dresses. I definitely felt that this time. I think all, almost everyone looked very put together. Yeah. Very, very good, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad that people uh, do realise that they are on TV, so it's your chance <laughs> to you know dress up a little bit. Yes. But, of course, it's early days. We'll see what uh, is uh, to come next week. I can't wait for, uh, yeah, the second match. Yeah, so closing thoughts before we uh, shut this down. Uh, I'm just very happy to be doing this again. It was, uh, we had a bit of a break of, of a few months. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I was so excited when University Challenge came on, when I heard the music, the theme song. So I'm very happy to be doing this again, Tom. Indeed, so am I. It feels so good to be back here. And if you are happy to have us back, please do let us know. Yeah. Uh, you can contact us on our social media. Yeah. We have our Twitter, which is Icto2. Yes, we're also on Instagram, as I got that one. Or you can even drop us an email at igtopodcast at gmail.com. Yes, if you have any thoughts or well wishes or you know feedback, if you uh, think that maybe we could do something a bit better, uh, keep it civil though, please. Yeah, yeah. So we look forward to hearing from you. Indeed. And uh, it feels good to be back. Thank you very much. And, and until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye.